Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Flower Talk. I'm your host, Jose. I just really want to say anyone who's been supporting and listening to this podcast, thank you so much. It really means a lot to me. And it keeps me going, to be honest. As when someone's listening and supporting you, you just want to keep inspiring and keep doing what you're doing, to be honest. So like I said, even if there's 10 people out there listening or five, one, whoever it is, I don't really care as long as someone's getting inspired and learning that's all i care about to be honest on today's episode i'm really excited for today and i feel like on this episode we can all learn from from this guest to be honest who has really inspired me to keep doing more meditation and i for sure know she can inspire many more in the world so everyone Let's welcome Brooke today. So yeah, I really want to thank you for coming in and or tuning in to the podcast and having like some time for me to talk. Yeah, for sure. I'm really excited. So, like I said, it's, you're someone actually who, I mean, I've been doing meditation for a while, but not for like years or anything. But some things about like your video and even things that you have posted before has really inspired me to keep going and kind of get into that world. Because it's, I feel like it's sometimes hard to get in that world if you're not around people who don't really do that. Yeah, I agree with you um, there. I find that especially like the group that you surround yourself um, can also push you even like to use tools that are healthier to cope with things. And like one of those things for me is meditation um, because I am over two years sober now from alcohol. So meditation has been something that I use quite a bit, um, especially with I'm ever feeling triggered or whatever the case, like whatever I need, I know that I can seek out through meditation. For sure. And can you tell me how you got, have you always been that person to really been doing meditation or did you recently get into that? Um, no. So I've always been a spiritual person. Um, I've always felt a connection to my ascended masters or archangels, angel army. And when I say like mine, I don't mean to claim them as my own. The angels are accessible to anyone, but just, you know, different angels that I'll work with. And I find that um, meditating allows me to like this, I don't know if like synchronicities will happen for you. Like if you're seeing double numbers or you have a dream about someone and then they call or whatever the case, but these things, they seem to pick up for me, especially when I'm meditating. Like if, if I'm meditating every day, things to just seem to flow a lot more easily. So it's just almost like part of my daily routine, just like eating lunch is mm-hmm. like, it's just something that, has become like part of my life for sure and, and for, for for a while 
Yeah. So when you're saying you're seeing double numbers, I used to see double numbers when I was really, I mean, when I was like a teen and I didn't know what okay. that meant at that time. And, but I kept seeing it so much and would tell my friends and family and they were just like, whatever about it. But I felt something inside of me whenever I used to, used to happen to me. Yeah, it's like the way of the matrix kind of like winking at you or, or like letting you know like you're on the right path or keep on track. A lot of the time for me, I don't know if you can relate to this as well, I'll be thinking about something and like reassuring myself in my mind if maybe I'm a little anxious about something or whatever the case may be and I'll be reassuring myself and then I'll look to the clock and it'll be 8.33 or whatever, you know, some kind of double number. And then like, there's also numbers that um, I'll see more often. So for me, it would be, I see the number seven a lot when I'm like, I need reassurance from my angels or ascended masters. I'll look and I'll see a seven or the sum of this number will be a seven. Little things like that. Yes. And it's like I said, it's kind of hard to, look for those people to kind of guide you to really give you the advice that you're looking for. Sometimes you don't have the right people around you and they maybe don't give you good advice, but how did you get into all of this you're talking about? How did it start? Can you tell me like your journey? Um, well, so it actually started, like I started getting really into things when I went to California. So I'm born in Canada and I've, I've always lived in Canada, but I, I did get into like, I guess you could say magic. And when I say magic, I mean like my own kind of magic. Like I believe in the universe and I kind of do work with the moon and the sun, the stars, the planets. I kind of go, I kind of just do what I feel is right. I don't follow the Wiccan practice. I don't follow like, you know, a, book or anything like that I just kind of make it up if that makes sense but I've always been doing that for my whole life but when I went to California um, I met some of my really good friends down there and they were more spiritual and I did find it to be a little bit difficult to find those pockets of spiritual people in my hometown and in Toronto where I went to school I know that they're out there but it is difficult to find people that I could talk to about, you know, my angels and stuff without sounding maybe a little bit weird or crazy or whatever. You know what I mean? Yes. So when I went to California, um, I met some friends through one of my good friends and they were all very spiritual and they were all very into meditation and magic and all this different stuff and kind of like opened my eyes to things a lot more and and kind of I found like some really really close friends who I am still in contact with to this day and we who I could like bounce ideas off of or they could bounce ideas off of me when it came to like I saw for example recently I I did a meditation for manifesting something over the new moon and I saw a after I was finished I saw a rainbow on my pillow in my room and it must have been shining in through the light somehow but a rainbow 
I found out from talking to my friend about it was the archangel Raziel. And he actually, he or she actually is in the sign of the Leo and it was the new moon was in Leo. So it's all these like little connected things, but I was able to learn that from speaking to her and, and with her knowledge. So I can learn from her. She can learn from me about different things. We mm-hmm. both read tarot as well. She's a lot more versed in tarot than I am, but we can learn from each other. And so I felt like I got a lot more into my practice when I was able to meet people who didn't laugh at me when I was, you know what I mean? Like carrying yes. around my crystals. I, I carry around different crystals when I'm going out. It's not always the same crystals. I'll just, you know, get in tune, feel what do I need to be carrying with me today? And I'll take those crystals and I call them my travelers for the day. And some people still laugh and be like, oh my God, why are you carrying rocks around? Like this and that, whatever. But I just, I can't take it too personally. It's just maybe in their reality and their realm, you know, Mm -hmm. these crystals don't mean anything to them and that's fine. And that doesn't mean that they're wrong in thinking that, you know, because I, I'm not one to judge what's right and wrong to them. It doesn't make sense, but to me it does. And so it's nice to be around people who can, I don't know, have that same kind of mindset. Yeah, no, I totally understand what you're saying. Do you, do you think, why do you think people kind of don't understand, like, like you say, carrying crystals and many other things or being meditation? I personally think that maybe it just some they haven't had that um that realization yet maybe they they haven't had like for me so many things have happened that i can that i know that it that, that this is real and it, it's real to me in my reality but maybe to them they might have some doubt in their mind or they might have never had like a like that aha kind of moment. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why they don't resonate with it. They could also be perhaps stuck in like that lower 3D frequency of like fear, shame, guilt. Um, so those, I used to be like a really, really fearful person. Sometimes I am still a little nervous and scared, but I mean, I try not to be paranoid, but I feel like maybe when you're, when you're stuck in those lower vibes, like vibrations, like the, the fear matrix, it's maybe harder to have faith and trust in something like a crystal. Maybe. I don't know. No, yeah, I know what you're saying. A, a lot of people usually say if you're doing like that kind of stuff or doing meditation or talking to your angels or doing, um, you know, taking your crystals to anywhere you're going, a lot of people really say that, oh, you're just like, you know, a pothead or you just do psychedelics or whatever. Do you put that together a lot of times or? I mean, I can't smoke weed. It makes me really paranoid. So mm-hmm. like, but yes, that is true. They might, oh, like it's a psychonaut. Like they, you know, they're not grounded in this reality or I, I have gotten comments like that, but I mean, like I'm so sober. So I, I get like high on like life, not like, I don't get, I don't smoke weed. I don't use drugs. I mean, I do do shrooms sometimes, not all the time, but mm-hmm. if the time is 
right, I'll do them. I'm not, it's not like a every time I go out thing, but, um, yeah, I do, I do hear, I have heard in the past people thinking like, oh, it's just, a, you're just like a stoner, you know, yes. with, with all this, like, um, I, there was something someone said, I forget the word they used, but it was like, yeah, like hippy dippy, mm-hmm. like stoner, yeah. like that kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you say a lot of people have to do drugs to get into that world? A lot of people usually don't understand it and they'll be like, maybe I just need to do drugs to, to actually see the world you're talking about. I think that that is not necessary that any kind of feeling that you can get from a drug is accessible from yourself, like from your, yourself, from your essence, from your true form, you can reach that euphoria or that high or whatever it's totally 100% sober and through meditation like these drugs are just like a mock-up of what's already inside your body and like what you can already access that's my opinion I also think it can be like I I do think that psychedelics in terms of like mushrooms are safe but also maybe they're not for everyone like it's not there's some people that say like oh it's absolutely necessary to um you have like you have to do shrooms to like open your pineal gland or or whatever to, to have to see like the true meaning of life but I or you have to do ayahuasca for example to to actually see what's going on but I don't think that's true. And I think that that can get dangerous because like someone could have, you don't, you never really know what's going to happen when you do shrooms. And if you don't respect them, just using shrooms as an example, because like, that's like something that, I don't know, I've I've done acid twice and like, I didn't really feel it that much. And I'm really scared of it. Like I swore that I'm never going to touch it again just because I've heard of people having like really traumatic, scary experiences with it where I'm like okay I'm lucky I had a good time everything was fine and I don't want to push the envelope and I think that that also goes with shrooms as well like you have to respect them or else they're going to kick your ass basically and you're going to have like I don't know I there's been maybe one time where I've had my mind went into this like kind of weird state but I was able to pull myself out of it and I also didn't have that much Mm -hmm. but yeah, I don't, I don't think it's necessary, like, to be able to see, like, the side that, that I see. I think, like, you can do it without, but I think it can help, but also, like, it can be dangerous because, like, you never really know what's going to happen, I guess. No, so true. I used to be a person before a couple years ago who really wanted to take shrooms and really wanted to... I mean, get in that world or whatever. And I felt like I was abusing it, you know, and I was really mm-hmm. not respecting like the way you're saying the drug, either LSD or shrooms or anything. And I feel like back then I re- really didn't appreciate it. But now that I didn't really use that, I mean, like take it that way and kind of respected it. And just if I if someone offered me shrooms or anything, I was just accepted but i was someone who used to be like oh no i need to, i need to go look for my 
shrooms or I need to go find someone who can help me, guide me to meditation or whatever. I I don't yeah. know. Do, do you do you recommend like searching for that or do you recommend just letting it happen to you? I think like I mean if you're called to like seek it out, then I think you should always trust your intuition and your gut feeling about things. Um but I feel like everything happens also in divine timing and I mean, if you're being called to seek something out, then I would seek it out because maybe your intuition or your guides like trying to, you know, get you to, to, to seek it out and to follow that. So I do, I do think that like, yeah, if that's something that you're, if you're feeling called to, you should listen and like heed the call. Um, like, I mean, obviously, if you're doing something like ayahuasca, like, you have to have a shaman there. Like, I, I've never done ayahuasca. I've been asked mm-hmm. to, but I, I'm i not sure, um, like, mentally if I'm ready to do that. Because it's, like, apparent. I don't know. I've just, I've seen videos and I've heard about it, like, just being very intense. And, like, one thing I'm really scared of and that I was very scared to even do shrooms for the longest time was I'm scared of hallucinating. Like I don't want to hallucinate. And so I've never done enough shrooms to hallucinate. Like, I mean, I could see like auras and I could see things like moving, but it wasn't like, I wasn't hallucinating. It was like, I could just like, it was like the veil was lifted and I could just see more of like, you know, cause that we are, we can't really see everything that's going on around us. I think it's like, we only see like 30% or something like that. Yes. Like the human eye. So with shrooms, I think it does peel that away a bit. But yeah, I am really scared of hallucinating. That's one thing too. I was scared with acid. That's why I only did like very micro, micro dose because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to see. Yeah, because it can really scare you and you can't really go back after that. Yeah, exactly. For for you going to this journey, you say you stopped drinking What what made you stop drinking? Uh, Was it the same thing you're doing right now? Trying to just be sober and clean? Well, what made me stop drinking was, so it was 2018, July 24th. That's the last time I ever drank alcohol. Um, For me and my family, there's like alcoholism. My dad's dad died from that. And so, you know, it's like my dad doesn't really drink too much, probably because he grew up with his father who was an alcoholic, Um, but it's in my blood. So I kind of have that disposition to the alcohol. So growing up, I was always really scared of drugs, very, very scared of drugs, but I was okay with drinking. And like, I didn't know when to stop drinking. I would black out. I would end up in places that were totally not safe. I would have anxiety. I would just be doing these things to myself and it just kept going. And like, I mean, I started drinking when I was like 15 mm-hmm. and it, I, I like heavy, not heavy, but like, you know, blacking out on the weekend, like not probably good. And yeah, it just, it just continued until I saw a recording of myself drunk and I saw my eyes and I just saw my behavior and I was like, who is that person? I was scared. It was embarrassing to watch. It was scary to watch. 
um, I looked possessed. Like my eyes were totally black. Like I looked possessed. And I, at that moment, I was like, I made myself watch the whole recording. And then I was just like, wow, I'm never drinking again. Like I can't safely ingest alcohol and know that I'm going to be okay. Um, so many times I've ended up in terrible situations and that I would never be in if I wasn't drinking. It's just like it, because I am, I am so like now that I'm like two over two years sober, like I'm so cautious and so like hypersensitive and I really like, I get a gut feeling about something and I listen to it. But when I would be drinking, that would cut off my connection to my higher self and, and my guides. And I would do exactly what I said I wasn't going to do and end up in these situations that were not good. And it's like, I, I could only complain so many times until it's like, you know, well, I got to make a change. I just can't keep crying and pretend like playing, you know, the martyr and the victim. Like I'm the one drinking. I'm the one who's continuing the cycle. Like it's just going to keep cycling through until I learn the lesson. And so I, at that time I was like, I'm done with alcohol. And it was actually that summer that I went to Burning Man and I was like, well, that was like the first kind of like main social thing that I did and I did it without drinking alcohol so I mean yeah I did acid there and other things but I didn't drink so that was the main most important part to me mm -hmm. who, who and that was kind of like, uh, who, who recorded the video of you was it like someone who was just wanted to show you that yeah it was just like friends and like I was just like in it and mm -hmm. I saw and I was like Oh my gosh, like, cause I mean, I'd, I'd ha always have, you know, friends or family being like, you shouldn't drink or last night you were being like, whatever, trying to, and I would never want to listen. I was like, no, 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 don't tell me. I don't want to know. Cause you know, it would probably be something embarrassing and like something that would be totally out of my character and not in tune with my authentic self. So I would never want to listen. But this one time, I don't know what it was in me where I'm like, I actually was like, okay, I'll watch. And yeah, I was just like, I wasn't making sense. It's not like I was doing anything so terrible, but it was just like embarrassing. You know what I mean? Like, it's not me. It's not how I want to present myself and yes. it's not who I am. And it does frustrate me when I hear people say like, oh, well, drunk thoughts, drunk words speak sober thoughts. And like, that's not the case at all. Like sober thoughts speak sober thoughts. When you're drunk and you are past the point of being in control, like, another entity enters your body and takes over. Like that's what happens when you black out. And that's why they call it spirit. Like you're not in control of yourself. You're lowering your vibration and you're allowing other things to come in and literally take you for a ride. So yeah, it's just like, I'm very sensitive and I just, I mean, some people can drink, they can control it. They can have a couple and you know, they can be safe. I'm not here to say don't drink. Like I, you know, I can't drink, but I have friends who drink and they can control themselves. They don't black out. They don't act like they, you know, they still stay true to themselves to a certain extent. So, I mean, for me, I just, I can't drink alcohol and, but it's okay. It's like, I, I don't miss it at all. Mm -hmm. Did, have you stopped like hanging out with the friends who used to go out or has that stayed the same? Um, I still hang out with like my friends 
they don't really drink that much. I mean, like the people that I was like would end up in like in scary situations and like those like party friends. Yeah, no, I don't hang out with them anymore because they didn't have my best interests in mind anyways. And mm-hmm. you know, it's not like they were my true actual friends. So no, I don't see them. But my my core group of friends, I still I hang out with and. The thing about them too is like they're not even really heavy drinkers like they don't like I'm able to hang out around them and not drink and not feel pressured or triggered to drink or like want to drink and then also sometimes it's like I won't go to that thing or do that because I know that what it's what's going to be about and maybe it'll be you know too hard for me to not even not not too hard isn't the word but it's just like there's certain things you just don't do anymore when you stop drinking. Like I don't go to, I never really liked clubs anyways, but like I definitely don't go to clubs. No, yeah. Maybe bars, but even then it's just like, ah, uh, like even still it's hard. Cause like, even if you're having a conversation with someone and like I'm sober and they're drunk and they're not even going to remember what they're saying to me in the morning. It's like, I feel like I'm just wasting my words. Cause it's just like falling up on deaf ears. And you can also see like in the look in people's eyes when they're like, I don't know, alcohol since I stopped drinking kind of scares me sometimes when you're around like drunk people, just because like I said, it is like other entities entering your body, especially if you're drinking hard alcohol, like spirits, like vodka, whatever, tequila, this and that. No. Yeah. Although I've heard, I've heard tequila, like mezcal is like the safest to drink. Mm-hmm. And I've also heard that as long as you drink it, um, at, in it's as long as it's warm or something, it's better for you. But I mean, I don't know. I just know that it's not good for me any way that it is, and I just stay away. Yeah, I've never been into drinking at all. I I don't know. I just never been to that into that kind of like atmosphere. I think it's bigger yeah. in. I think it's bigger in Canada. Like we have like a really like. Maybe not. I don't know. Like, I just feel like kids younger, like the the university, going to university and college, it's just like mm-hmm. binge drinking is like a big thing here. Like trying to go to the bar, like getting absolutely wasted. Like it's like a very normal thing, which is weird. Yeah. Also, I feel like kind of like the way those people see the world has never interested me as well. I mean... I never really had like a good conversation with someone who just like drinking all the time. I don't know if that makes sense. Like we're like different worlds. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's a totally, they're totally, yeah. They're, Cause they're in a different frequency. Like everything is at a vibrates at a, a level and there's a scale. I forget what it's called. It's like the earned resonance, something resonance scale, but it measures all the frequency and like alcohol vibrates at the frequency of courage, which is something like, 300 maybe mm-hmm. I, i'd have to double check i'm not 100 percent sure but um let's say it's at 300 so if you're vibrating at 700 which is like joy love what whatever the case and then you take it you're drinking and you get drunk and then you're lowering your vibration and you're bringing yourself down like that does something to you i think and i think maybe that's why people who you know they just drink and watch hockey or whatever they do i don't know that's a stereotype but whatever they do they just don't they don't they're maybe not into the the crystals and the you know ascended masters and maybe they are but my experience 
they're not. That's just my experience. Yes. I want to say, um, like I said, I've never drank, but I've done shrooms and smoked weed and LSD. And one of the things that I usually compare to like drinking, whenever I was in shrooms or LSD, a lot of the times I do a lot of self-reflecting and it gets really deep and it gets really like, whoa, like you're looking at yourself and seeing like what I've done wrong and what I'm not really doing or am I talking to my family that much? And it's the opposite when you're drinking. A lot of people, when they drink, they're just like, don't care about anything else, or they don't really self-reflect. It's crazy how it's the opposites. And yeah, that's true. A lot of the times, you can really help yourself also when you're doing any kind of drug. And it gets really deep. And I feel after that, you can start changing the way you're acting, maybe calling your friends and family more and and whatever did you ever have that feeling after drinking did you have that self-reflecting and just kept going after that um like i mean i had i remember having like a a, like not self kind of reflecting after yeah i was like when i stopped drinking just being like yeah i i want to spend more time with family because at the time I was in California and I was like just ready to go back and I was like I really like was feeling homesick and I was like I just want to spend more time with with my family and you know do do simple things like go on a walk or hang out with my dog or whatever just like wholesome kind of things like I just like and not going to an after party till 5 a.m and Mm-hmm. whatever else I was doing like when I was drinking because it's like these Pete like it's like the same thing it's like a loop it's like a feedback loop of like the same it's just like repetitive it's like it's the same people that were at that after party I'm sure maybe still from when I was still drinking like two years later now like I'm sure like that same stuff like that is going on and it's just going to keep on repeating itself and like you just have to like break out of it and like you know find your true self and find your authentic self and you do find that being around your your family and doing things like being out in nature and being sober and sitting with yourself and finding your what you're what you're passionate about and what makes you excited and and when think about when you were a kid and what you would do what kind of things would would make you happy and make you excited and like do those things because like then you start to tap into like releasing dopamine on like a a natural level and not because you're doing drugs or drinking to to get that high kind of thing i don't know if that even makes sense with what you what we were just talking (laughs) no it it makes sense it totally makes sense uh i do want to talk about you're saying about talking or finding your angels or that connection you're having with your angels how did you really get into that or how can you recommend anyone having that connection with angels? Well, it's possible for anyone to connect with um, the archangels and all you have to do is just ask for their help. And, you know, a lot of the time, if you're out and about, and for me, I, there's little signs. So you, if you see dimes, if you ever find like a dime, like that's a sign from your angels. Mm-hmm. Uh, feathers, any color of feathers, that's a sign. So, I mean, just maybe like tuning in and, and being aware of, 
of your surroundings and seeing like, are, are your angels sending you signs? Are, are they speaking to you in synchronicities of double numbers? Are you finding feathers? Are you finding, um, like I saw the rainbow the other day, are you seeing rainbows? Uh, even like I've seen like what looked like a firefly, but it was inside my house mm -hmm. and it was like the middle of the day. So it definitely wasn't a firefly. Um, but yeah, the, the way to connect with your angels is just to call upon them and to ask them for help because they're always, the angels are always there and they're always wanting to help you, but sometimes you just need to ask them. So, I mean, there's some main ones like Archangel, Michael, Raphael, Gabriel, Uriel, um, Metatron. There's a lot of different ones, but those are just the main angels. Um, also colors. If you are drawn to certain colors, mm -hmm. the diff different angels are associated with different colors. So like Michael would be associated with blue. Uriel is red, I believe. Gabrielle is green. Um, so like maybe a certain color, you're drawn to a color that could be you're drawn to green. That could be Archangel Gabriel trying to speak to you. He also is the angel, he or she is the angel of the dream time, um, the, the healer. So yeah, I just like, I just take every not everything, but I just take like a lot of things in as, as signs. And I know that the communication is there. And if I'm having a hard time, like I'll definitely call upon my angels and I encourage others to, to call on their angels. And, you know, even you can write letters to them or, or anything, but it, the, the main thing is just like asking them for, for help. If you're feeling like, mm -hmm hopeless like all you have to do is ask them for help no oh, yes do do you ever look for like like bad signs you know you know how you're saying like you look for signs um around whenever you're out and about have you ever like looked at a sign mm -hmm. and you're like oh that's a bad one i mean yeah um i like well I'll go with like my gut feeling. Mm -hmm. So if I am supposed to go somewhere for a weekend and I'm having like, I have like a really bad gut feeling about it. And then I look and I see like a double number or I see some kind of confirmation to my gut feeling, mm -hmm. I'll probably not go. And then it'll turn out that like something happened and I'll be like, okay, well, I'm glad I didn't, but I have to be careful to not let that, like looking for like something wrong to let fear take over because fear keeps you in a low vibration and it keeps you stuck in like the 3D. So I have to be like seeking out fear when I am uh, just like trying to listen to, to my intuition about things. I, I do use a pendulum. So, I mean, anything can be used as a pendulum. What it is is just mine has lapis lazuli on the end of a chain, and you just hold it steady, and then you can ask it questions, and then the way it swings is either yes or no. 
So that could be a way for you to, to find like signs that something's good or bad. I mean, I don't, I like, I'm not one to say like what's good and what's bad, but like for each person has their different interpretation of what it is. So like, I don't know, uh, anything could be used as a pendulum. You could just take a necklace and just mm-hmm. hold it and as long as it has like a, a, something at the end of the necklace, like a pendant or something like that. And you can just ask it questions and it will swing either towards you or, or side to side. And you start by asking it questions like what is my name is Brooke. And then it's going to swing towards me because that means my name is Brooke. Yes. You have to ask it like a truth and a lie. So you can determine like which way is swinging for what answer. If what I'm saying makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess people can just look up like what pendulums are, yes. but I do use that to, um, to if I'm having any kind of doubt or if I'm feeling kind of iffy about something, I'll ask my pendulum or I'll ask my angels like for a confirmation and I might see something and then I'll be like, okay, that's the confirmation. I can't go there this weekend. Like it's just something just doesn't feel right about it. No. Yeah. A lot of times I do that. Uh, If I feel something and if I see a sign a lot of times, but the funny thing, a lot of people don't understand what I'm saying whenever I do say, like, you know what, I can't really go because I'm not really feeling this or I saw a sign or anything. Yeah, and sometimes people will be like, oh, well, you can't, like, you're, don't be so worried or you can't take everything, like, but I mean, you have to, at the end of the day, like, you only have yourself and you have, so you have to trust yourself and you have to know that, like, your subconscious, like your, your soul, your essence, like it knows, like, that's why sometimes like there's, there is this person in particular that the first time I ever was around them, I had this really strange, vivid epiphany vision. And I can't really like describe it like I, it was really scary. And like, it was like my body like knew that they were bad. And like, it was like, I saw all this stuff. And then, you know, fast forward a year and a half later and they proved like I, you know, they were hanging around me more and more or talking to me, seeking me out. Mm-hmm. And it proved, they, they proved to me that like my intuition about them was correct. And like, they are a dangerous person. And I, I, and that was just like, some what some people would have maybe thought was weirder wacky premonition that I had but like I was right because your body knows like your body can pick up on 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 like little cues before you even like if you just first meet someone and you you have an off feeling about them you're like something about them like they're nice and you know they're friendly but something just doesn't feel right like there's just some kind of something like that's like your your higher self or your body like telling you like no stay away from that person and nine out of ten times like it's right no so true i usually have that with people and i tell all of my friends you know what something about that guy it's just not i don't have that connection inside of me and then later like in a couple weeks they'll be like hey that dude you were talking about you were right he's like (laughs) he was like acting this way and whatever and, and it's yeah, funny because exactly yeah, it. it's funny because a lot of people don't believe they usually think I'm just being rude or anything. It's just no. If I feel so, if I have a connection with someone, I usually say, "Hey, I, that person was kind of cool. I felt something." 
I don't know why people see it as a rude thing or kind of disrespect your thoughts or your connection you're having with people. Yeah, exactly. Because at the end of the day, like you, you have, you only have yourself. You have to trust yourself. You have to trust those gut feelings. You have to trust your intuition. If you have that, then, you know, that weird feeling, you have it for a reason. It's not just like, it's for a reason. So I say there's always, even if people, they might say, oh, you're being mean or, oh, like that. No, that's not right. But maybe to them and their reality and their realm, that Mm -hmm. person isn't dangerous or weird, but for you, you're totally separate. And like it, it, you, it, it, they are. No, yes, for sure. One thing I want to talk about with you and I've been really into, I don't know how to, maybe a couple of years. It's fairies. I've had this connection with fairies for the longest. Not that I've seen one yet, but I've like at one point I was just so like I just woke up and was like interested in fairies. If that makes sense, and I started yeah. talking to a lot of the people. And at first, people were like kind of weird about it, but then they got into it and they were like feeling that connection and the conversations and everything and i will have dreams about fairies and feel like i was talking to them and when i was more in nature i felt more like comfortable and happy and so many things and recently i feel like the last couple months i felt that connection even more and i read about so much about fairy stuff i don't know if it's just it's just a crazy connection I've had for the last two years. Yeah, I, I feel connected to fairies. I feel that I am like an earth angel mm-hmm. and maybe I have some like fairy tendencies or, or maybe I'm a, a fairy as well or like a fairy earth angel, but I do feel connected to the fairies and I do feel that um, I, the, what I saw in my house that day, what was like a little, looked like a firefly, like I was just telling you inside in the day, like, I feel like that was some kind of fairy. Um, and I, I think that I remember you were saying, I mean, this, I don't know if I haven't had the experience with shrooms, um, if fairies come, but I have had an experience sort of with DMT where it was like, it wasn't like how everyone experiences the aliens. Mm-hmm. It was kind of, it was like fairy people, but really? not, but I didn't, but I didn't see them, but I could sense them. Like I could sense them and it was fairy people like think um like avatar type fairy people. No, yeah, I know what you're saying. Not, not, yeah, like not fairies, like, um, like you would think, like Lord of the Rings. Well, those are elves, but, um, I really like, I really, really like elves. I have prosthetic elf ears that I always wear. Like, I'll wear them out in public, and my one friend is like, why are you wearing those? But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I like them. No, yeah. I, but, I've, yeah, I've seen people been into that. I, I always love that. I feel like, they're really letting that come inside their life. And if you accept it, it's really makes you happy or anything. 
like like the way I see it, like, yeah. Ferris, you know, a lot of times people will think it's weird, but I I accepted it and I feel good now. And maybe it's like maybe many people will say it's bullshit or whatever, but I feel like better in life. Yeah, I totally believe in it. And like that that's it. And if that's all it is, like not everyone's going to believe in it. And just because like if it doesn't make sense in, in their reality, but I totally think that they're real and it's the same kind of thing as you. Like it makes me happy. It makes me comfortable and feel safe. And I like, you know, going for a walk in the woods and like, you know, imagining I'm a fairy or that there's fairies close to me or mm -hmm. it just, it just makes me feel safer. And it just, there's just something about it that I just, I feel like they're, they're real to me. They're, they're real. Maybe to the next person they're not, but no, yeah. to me they're real. And it sounds like to you that they're real as well. No, yeah. I've had a lot of experiences as there was one time, it was maybe a couple of weeks ago, I took shrooms and I went on a bike ride and I felt this connection, not a connection, a feeling of with nature that was kind of like looking at me and looking at me really weird. So whenever I stopped riding my bike, I could sense like fairies behind me and really trying to tell me something. And I didn't figure it. I, try, I didn't figure it out what they were trying to tell me at the time, but I felt it. And it was really, really a comfortable. I felt, I felt so comfortable and safe at that time. And I was around like a lot of trees and so many like flowers yeah, around me. Really nice. Yeah. And I could feel them behind me. And it's funny because whenever I have dreams or anything, I never see them, but I feel them either next to my ear or behind me. And the way I saw it is that if they're not ready to be in front of me to them so I can see them, you know, then they're not ready. I'm not going to force anything to like, hey, I want to see you right now. Let me see you. So Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And like just because you haven't necessarily seen in it in like the right in front of you it doesn't mean that it, it's not real you can sense it maybe maybe they are seen in a different way maybe it's like you being able to sense it just like sensing them around you maybe that's like how they appear like you never really know but just because you didn't see it with your eyes 100 it doesn't mm -hmm. mean that it's not real because our eyes already they don't even show us everything that's going on so Yes. can't necessarily always trust our, our eyes. Mm -hmm. And after that, I've done some research of, or even heard videos of other people having experiences with fairies. And a lot of the times they say there's like good fairies and bad fairies um, explaining what they could do to you or bring to you in life. And a lot of the times I was, I mean, I, I had similar experiences to them, but at the end of the day, you just kind of had to accept anything that happens to you. And if you can't see them or you can see them, or if you can hear them, whatever happens, you, you just accept it. And there was ones I had like, yeah. a, like a dream. It was like a half dream. I don't know how to explain it, but it was a dream. And a fairy was like talking to me and telling me, you know, kind of like trying to heal me at the time. Cause I was, maybe like looking at myself differently or maybe looking at myself as a, I wasn't really a loving person at the time. So she was kind of 
guiding me to it's it's okay to feel this way and it's okay to look at yourself the way you're looking at yourself right now but it's going to be okay and after, when I woke up I, mm-hmm. I was like it felt so real that I couldn't say it was fake or anything it just I just had to accept it like okay this is how it is and I'm just going to go with it yeah and I, I do, in, I don't know if you've had experiences with dreams where you can, like, swim in the air. Have you ever had that? Oh, yes. I I that was a, I had that experience, like, a couple weeks ago when I was on stream. I was, like, I was saying, like, it felt, I don't know how to, I was trying to explain it, but you actually explained it perf- more, better than I, than I did. I was saying it felt like an ocean. Yeah, it's like froggy paddle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I always, like, I have dreams like that constantly. And, like, that's how I, like, get around in my, in a lot of my dreams is through, like, swimming, like, froggy, froggy paddle in the air, like, swimming through the air. Like, it's, like, it would be, like, the consistency of, like, how you do it through water, but it's the yeah. air. And, um, yeah, I have that all, all, all the time. How, how I'm did, not sure. Huh? I have a, sorry, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say. How do you feel with that connection with dreams? I know a lot of people say don't ever, you know, take dreams too seriously. How do you, what, what's your. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't think you should take them like verbatim. Like you get in a dream yeah. that your cat died and that doesn't mean that your cat's going to die. Like it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't work in a linear way like that. I think I have dream dictionaries and I will look up things like, for example, if you dream about a house, that's speaking to your soul. That's not speaking to like your actual home. Mm-hmm. So I do know that. So, yeah, it's not it's not a linear thing. Um, I have a friend in California. Her name's Rachel, and she is very good at dissecting dreams and decoding dreams. Um, that's something that I would definitely want to get, you know, more into, um, whereas I just you know, check out my dictionary, dream dictionary, or I'll maybe I'll Google it if it's not in the dictionary and try to make sense of it. Or I will like just try and take bits and pieces. But I have been, um, I always am recording my dreams. So like when I wake up, I'll record it. I won't write it down because like half of the time I'm still, you know, like very sleepy and I, I'm not, you know, grabbing my book. So I'll just literally do a voice record like a voice note in my phone of like this is what happened in my dream and then so I can try and make sense of it because I'll have multiple dreams but I have had some dreams where what I dreamt came true in a sense Mm -hmm. not exactly but like in a sense it came true um like this the general feeling and the general I don't know, like vibe of, of what I dreamt about ended up coming to fruition. So I don't know if that was like some kind of warning. Cause I feel like when you go into the dream world, it's some kind of extension of the world we're in right now. Yes. There's, I usually try to think about my dreams and I first usually say, what was I trying to, I used to, I, the way I look at it is I'm talking to myself in my dreams and I'm trying to tell myself something through the dream. And I look at the dream so differently every time because I usually have different kind of dreams. Like so different. 
at times, like last year, I will have like similar dreams each time. But now they're just so different now. I've never had this before. And is that like, have you ever had that experience? Um, I don't think I have. I used to, I, there was a couple times where I got like very bad um, sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. But no, I haven't had that for a while. Probably now that I say that, I'll probably have it tonight or something. But no, I haven't had that for a while. One thing I want to also talk about was your videos. Is that something you always wanted to start? Yeah, so... I have always felt comfortable in front of the camera and I, I, my goal, my end goal is to be a healer and that's what, you know, I want to do dance therapy, movement therapy, and also heal people in different ways. So I feel like I wanted to start my YouTube channel um, to be able to reach different people from all walks of life all over the world and and help them and, and heal them because I feel like that's just like my something that I've always like been drawn to and for a while I until I like went through things myself and healed myself and know knew that I was capable of healing myself from from so much now I want to help heal others so I mean I that's kind of my goal with my channel with my guided meditations and like my little videos and just like some kind of something to hopefully like you know it resonates with one person if it resonates with one person then I like I'm, I'm happy and I'm good with that I didn't have a laptop though for a bit because my MacBook is so old from 2011 so it the fan went all berserk. So I finally have a new laptop, but now it's just a matter of like me figuring out how I can do my recorded meditations, my guided meditations on this laptop. Cause this is a PC. Oh, okay. I decided mm-hmm. to switch to a PC because I grew up on a PC and I just like, I never really learned how to use my Mac. Even when I got it for university, I just never learned how to use it. And then I just kind of, cause I go to school for dance. So it's not like I was really using mm-hmm. my laptop all that much anyways. And then I, it's like I never really learned, even though people say like, oh, it's so user-friendly. Like, I don't know. It took me so long to figure out how to do, like record my guided meditation and just have it as like a photo, not like a video. Yes. And then since I did that, now it's like, okay, now I'm on a PC. So I'm just tr- still figuring this out, but I would like to, to make it, you know, once a week or once every two weeks, I'm putting out guided meditations for people or affirmation videos that you could just listen to while you're driving, like an affirmation video for affirmations for self-love, affirmations for abundance, affirmations for connecting with your divinity, whatever the case may be. But yeah, it's something that I have always wanted to do just to be able to to help people. Oh, yeah. And same with sharing my experience without like my how I stopped drinking just letting people know like it is possible like seems daunting but like you can do it and even just sharing my story on there like maybe it, someone will get the courage they need to to try and stop it if that's something that's becoming an issue for them no yes like whenever I saw your video I was like yes this is a kind of 
world I wanted to get into, if that makes sense. Like, I've never seen yeah. that kind of side of YouTube. I mean, you can search it if you want to, but that's like, you can't really find the right one. I don't know. But whenever I saw yours, I was like, whoa, yes, this is the one I'm look, looking for. And it's just so unique in its own way. Did you write that yourself, actually? The, your guided- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I write my guided meditations myself, and that's maybe why it takes that much longer. Like, I haven't put one out for four months. Mm-hmm. But I, I have one written. It's just a matter of me recording it. But I do always write them myself. Um, I don't like read it from something else. It's just like what comes to me and what angels come to me and like setting the, the grid in the space. And I listen to Steve Noble um, has been a big inspiration for me, his guided meditations, because he sets the grid with angels as well. So um yeah, he, he's been a really big inspiration for, for me. Like he's like the, my go-to when I'm listening to meditation. So just cause he does a lot of work with like the angels and stuff. And you do have to be careful with um, certain like meditations, I guess, just cause it's just like an intent thing. Like I know my intent is pure and, and you can kind of feel it. You can feel like people's intent when you're listening to their, their guided meditations or whatever, just to, to know that it is like pure intent and what you're listening to is something of like pure light and not something that might have any kind of dark side to it. No, Cause there's no. always a polarity, you know, there's always a dark side to things. For sure. Yeah, like I showed my friends and I show like some people who maybe wanted to get into meditation and I showed your video and they were really into it and they were like thanking me and I was like, You shouldn't be thanking me, you should be thanking her how she took you that's, to that well, world. That's really awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm really happy. I'm I really I make sure to put more out so they can try different different ones for different things and yeah, cause, and it kind of goes yeah. back to what we were talking about before, how you want to be around people who guide you to where you want to get into. You want to be around people who have the same ideas or have the same connections with angels, fairies, or anything, just so you can maybe even go more into it and feel better. Yeah, like, like-minded people, it's important to be around for sure. I totally agree with you. And yeah, and you can into it and then you can learn from them. They can learn from you. And then you guys can, you know, learn together about things or have experiences. And, and it's just, it's good to be around people who like, who support you and what you're doing and what you believe in. And yeah, that, yeah. that's very, very important. It's just people who are open-minded to a lot of things and listen to you. A lot of people don't yeah. listen a lot of people think, yeah, exactly. like, I have it, I have a good life and whatever. And you never know. Like, I always tell people, you never know if your life can be even better than what it is now or your connection with anything in the world, with nature, yourself, family, could be better than it is now. And I usually respect a lot of yeah. people who do listen. Do a lot of people listen to you when you're talking with your experiences and your journey? Yeah, I mean, I have friends who are kind of skeptical about that kind of stuff, and but they always listen. Like my friend Mila, she's a little more skeptical. She's a little more practical, a little more grounded, 
than I am in terms of like, just like, she's not so into crystals and, and that kind of thing, but she's always open to listen to me and to hear me out and, and to learn things. And she doesn't laugh and she doesn't, you know, she's, she's, she's willing to learn. And, and so I do appreciate that. She doesn't have to be, you know, it's not her thing. And, and I respect that. And I know that, but it, at least she doesn't, you know, like that's try and say, you. well, no, yeah, exactly. Or be like, well, no, that's not real or, or try and like, whatever. She knows it's my, like the thing that I'm into and she respects it and she's open to, Hey, what's this or what's that? And she's open to learning. So it's good to like, cause not everyone's going to be so, you know, into it. Like I have my, like my friend, Rachel, she's very much in the same realm as me and like very into it and stuff. So you have the friends like that, but then you have your, you know, your, your other friends who might not be so into it, but at least they're still supportive and, and you just like, I'm supportive and, and things that, you know, she, she would be into and that kind of thing. No. Yeah. So for the future, are you, is this something you really want to do and kind of get into it and do more videos and inspire people? Yes, I would say 1000%. That's something that I want to really dedicate more time to and, and see where I can go with it and how many people that, you know, I can, can help. And I know I did get one email from someone when I put out my, my one video, um, mm-hmm. cause I did mention like, if, if you needed to reach out to me, this is my email. I'm like coming from a place of no judgment. And, and I did have one person reach out. And so like, that was really awesome. And you know, it was just one, but it was one was enough because it's just knowing that like, at least that, that helps one person. And if it, it can be a safe place for one person, then like, that's awesome. So it would be amazing to, to help as many people as I possibly can. And that's the great thing about YouTube. You're, you're able to reach so many people in so many different countries. And yeah. Yeah. Like even with us, like I would have never thought we will like this will happen. And it's crazy how we just, I saw your video and I saw like what you're doing and he's felt that connection and really wanted to have that conversation with you and, kind of see like what you're going to do in the future i'm so interested in like whatever you're doing and was that your art piece you were in that video was it was it paint or yeah that's a painting that i did so i paint i make art and um, my media i use wood as my medium mm-hmm. so um everything that i paint is on wood so that piece is on a piece of plywood and it's like it's really i I sold it in 2018. That was the first piece that I ever sold. But um, it's like, it was like, I don't remember the exact dimensions, but I think because you're in America, it's different. But I think it is, you guys have inches in America, right? Yes. Okay. So yeah, that was a painting I did. And the measurement, I have it still on my I have like a shop that I sell my art on. So it is or 27 inches by 18 inches. So it's pretty oh, big. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a, that was a painting. One of my paintings. Do, do you sell I a lot of yeah, things? Yeah. So I sold my first jewelry box. I've been painting um, jewelry boxes. So I sold my first jewelry box and they it's like the same kind of like whimsical like bunch of color pattern 
that I just kind of like, I don't know where it came from, but I guess it just is adopted it as like my style of painting. Mm-hmm. I do have like under my videos, I do link my site that I sell my art on. There's a lot of stuff that isn't up yet, but um, yeah, everything is done on wood. That's like the main thing. Like even the little jewelry boxes, they're made out of wood. So everything's just wood. I don't know. It's just weird. Like I can't paint on not wood. No, like I, yeah. I, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I can only paint, paint on wood as, as I don't know. No, that's really cool. Yeah, I could tell you, like, you have your own style, if that makes sense. Like, with anything you're doing. Yeah, I, I kind of developed that. That's cool. That's good. I guess that means, like, it's authentic. So I guess, like, yes. when you, you can feel that it's, it's, like, actually me. And that's one thing that I want to be stick with it in, in my videos and in, in anything. It's just, like, as long as I'm being authentic in, in myself, then, then I'm okay with it. And I, I think that's like, it's also tr- true to like me not drinking and it's cause when I'm drinking, I'm not authentically being myself. So like, I'm totally okay with myself when I'm, when I'm me and when I'm, you know, my authentic self. Oh yeah, for sure. And I, I ever, everyone should, should be. Oh yeah. And I think there's just so much easier when, when, when you're yourself, like I feel it's hard in this day and age with the social media, which is why I deactivate my Instagram. Cause I just find it hard and it's just kind of toxic for your mind, but people like they don't, they lose themselves in the facade that they try and portray on the internet or whatever the case may be. They, they're losing, they're fragmenting themselves and they're, they're losing their authenticity because they're buying this shoot because this celebrity has it not, because they actually want it. That makes sense. But there, that's like the polarity too. It's like social media. It's good because you can, you know, reach all these people all over mm-hmm. the world and share a great message. But then it's, there's also the toxic side to it. But I guess that's with anything. No, yeah, it really is. And I'm not really on Instagram, but a lot of people really, really are, are so inside of there and just lose a lot. Of, like they just lose time and themselves sometimes. I just don't. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't see that connection with. But like you said, usually you'll find someone. If you have like someone else who has the same interests as you and you have that kind of group of people, I feel like social media can be a little bit more fun. But still, it's still very. I don't know. Just the way it is right now is. I don't. Like, I'm not really into it as well as you. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I I got rid of my Instagram again, and I think it was April of this year, after getting it back, after not having it for a year, so it's it's a very, like, love-hate relationship, but I don't know, I can't explain, I just get this really weird anxiety on Instagram, I just, I I just, I, something that I can't have, and same with, like, Facebook, I got rid of Facebook in 2013, because it gave me this, like, really weird anxiety, and it also was just, like, became, like, just like very unhealthy for my mind. And I was like, okay, yeah, I can't, I, I definitely can't have this, but Twitter, I like Twitter just because it's like people like writing things. It's not necessarily photos and stuff like that. And I like Tumblr because it's like you curate your own page and it's not like photos of, you know, really thin models or really expensive things you can if you want to look at nature you can look at nature you, you can look at whatever you want so that's yes. what i like about um tumblr i mean i guess instagram could be like that but then like 
I don't know, my explore page started being taken up by like a bunch of like brands and like celebrities. Mm. And I was like, oh, wait, yeah. what? Why, why, why is this on my explore page? I don't want to see this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, I feel like more and Tumblr, I have that better connection. I feel more love on Tumblr than you know, Instagram on Tumblr. It feels more yeah, organic I, and real. And on Instagram, it feels very fake and yeah, it's very curated on Instagram. Like people will like do this again so I can post it on my story because I missed it the first time. And yes. then like, you know, it's becoming like this like fake. They're like literally losing themselves in like trying to curate this, like what they think other people want to see or mm-hmm. what looks cool or this to make this person jealous or it just, it just becomes like a greeting, a breeding ground for like, it's just like not healthy. Oh, yeah. my experience i'm sure that the people have their own experience and it's great for them and that's awesome but my experience is yeah i just i can't have it no oh, yeah but even if you even on instagram a lot of people comment like either hey or whatever but on tumblr i feel so much love and support even if you post you know a painting anything you're doing like videos music films there's always support. Yeah, I totally and agree. I, I'm not on Twitter, so I don't know how it is over there. If there's a lot of support over there and love. Yeah, Twitter, I like it because I just follow like my different like spiritual guru type people. Um, I follow a lot of GG33 people. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah, it's just, like, people that I want to see. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and, it, and it goes back to what we were talking about, how if you stay around with the people you feel so connected and comfortable, you don't have that connection, like, oh, man, I hate Twitter now. If you, yeah, exactly. If, yeah, if you follow the people you really, really want to follow, and just not follow the people that just, like, makes you not want to go on Twitter, it makes everything more fun and loving and you can even learn from each other on social media, even if a lot of people don't use it that way. Yeah, exactly. I guess you can just curate, you know, on, on no matter what, you can curate what you want to see. But there are maybe certain apps that resonate more with, with people. Like some people might be like, hey, what are you talking about? I love Instagram. It, it makes me feel so awesome. Some, they, those those people might also be like, I, I really don't like Twitter. It makes me have anxiety. So like, you know, like there's like a, everyone has their own experience, but I find no, these yeah. are the, the, yeah, the, sure. the social media that, that like I'll stick with. And YouTube, I like YouTube, but I'm sure there's a dark side to YouTube too. So, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, for sure. So where, where can people, can people find your video? Right, I mean, what's the name of your channel so people can follow you and watch your videos? So, my channel name is New Woke Order, so just New N E W and then Woke W O K E and then Order O R D E R. Yeah, and you are you planning on making a new video soon? And yeah, so I want to get my new guided meditation out latest by. Uh, well, we just had a new moon, so it would be nice to have one in tune with the full moon that's coming up and that will be on the 
second uh, of September. So hopefully I'll have it up by before next Wednesday. Maybe this weekend I'll have something out, a new video out, and then I want to keep it um, either something that I can commit to mm-hmm. once every two weeks or I think to start or once every week. I just don't want to, I, I knew I, I put out this video once and I'm like, I'm going to do video putting out every Thursday. And then like that week I put out a video every day except Thursday. So <laughs> I don't want to jinx myself, <laughs> but, but I, I want to be putting out videos more regularly. Like I'm definitely going to be putting out more content on that channel for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. And let me know. I like was definitely support and will let my friends know that you've been posting more and I hopefully you inspire more people in the world. Yeah, I hope so too. But yeah, it was like thank you so much for joining in and just talking to me. And hopefully, yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, hopefully we can later live, maybe later on this year or anything, have another conversation on the podcast and have get more into detail. Like I said, I can talk about fairies, angels, meditation for hours and hours and hours. It can go on forever. Yeah. It's just a conversation that never dies and you can learn from each other and it can go different directions and anything. Yeah, for sure. But no, yeah, uh, thank you. And hopefully we can keep in contact and have more conversations soon. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great night. And thank you for everyone who's been listening to this podcast and has really inspired me so much having conversations around and different conversations with so many people. I don't even know what I'm saying, (laughs) but I really love just having different people in the podcast and makes me really look at so many things differently and inspires me so much. I don't know how to explain how I feel after each episode it makes me look more into the world and just learn from people. I really think learning from someone else can really help you out. It has helped me out. And a lot of my friends have really inspired me. And a lot of the family has inspired me as well. And with friends that have inspired me, they are the reason why I'm doing this and have really accepted who I am and what I'm doing. So thank you, and and thank you for supporting as well. If you are listening to this, like I said, if you want to talk about anything else or have different conversations or even bring, maybe you think a guest would be okay to come in here or you think, oh, a guest will be cool to have a conversation with me. Or even if you want to have a conversation and just join, I don't mind. Anyone can join and have a conversation and we can talk about many topics that can be about the world, love, meditation, angels, fairies, anything else that can help you. But today has been an episode who I've been really wanting to get into that was just about angels, fairies, and life. And this episode has even inspired me even more. So stay tuned for the next episodes and maybe we'll have different guests and different conversations. Like I said, I don't know. It can be anyone. 
hopefully you have liked this episode and thank you for supporting the uh, flower talk. If you want to send me an email, my email will be under the description. Anything you want to talk about or say anything or give feedback about this episode, let me know. I'll put it in the description and thank you for joining in today. See you later. Thank you.